0: We didn't get back on Tinder for the remainder of the trip. <laughs> Y'all were boot up. Yeah. Literally. Like, it looked like if you would have seen us walking down the streets and stuff, the way, like, the, the level of affection that was shared between both couples was just as if these were our, like, longtime partners and we were out together on, you know, for nights out on the town or whatever, because it was, was like this immediate intentional
1: affection. Hey everybody, happy new year. As you're listening to this episode, I hope you are completely lost. (laughs) And I say lost because I hope you're in the midst of building a better you. For me, I'm claiming 2022. I'm claiming that it's going to be full of shifts. It's going to be full of new opportunities And it's going to be full of challenging me to show up fully as the person that I feel like I'm being called to be. For too long, I feel like I've been playing too small and I am so ready, (laughs) y'all. But I'm excited. I'm excited. And, And really to be sharing this episode with Courtney and Zanani. Now I'm going to be completely transparent. I recorded this episode over a year ago while the three of us were still in Abu Dhabi. But it's an episode that touches on a topic that many women have mixed feelings about. Dating apps. (laughs) Either you like them or you hate them. Or you're like me. You like them, but you don't trust them. I got... A little bit of post-traumatic syndrome when it comes to these apps but (laughs) for Courtney and Zanani they decided to live their entire single best lives in South Africa and Kenya and part of this was getting on a dating app that turned their trip into somewhat of a fairy tale. I'm not surprised because in conversations about dating apps you get the horror stories but you also get the stories from people who meet somebody that they decide to want to spend the rest of their lives with. I guess that's the optimistic part about dating apps, but I'm not there anymore. (laughs) Now here's a little bit of a spoiler alert. You're going to hear Courtney and Zanani talk about this amazing trip that transpired over a dating app, but this is only the first part of the story. I want you to pay particular attention to the end of this episode when Zanani starts to reflect on her experience and some of the resistance that she had to opening up to this person that she met. Now, this is important because in the following episode, you're going to hear from Zanani talk about her experience after she came back to the States. Her and I had the opportunity to catch up just to see how things were going. And the story doesn't end with this first part. (laughs) We'll talk about that later. For now, I want you to enjoy this episode with Courtney and Zanani. Courtney and Zanani, welcome to Abroad in Education.
0: Hello, hi, Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. Hey, Zanani. (laughs) Hey, girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I am already so excited. That's what I'm like. I got my little giggle going on. So you all have an, I'll say amazing, but also a very interesting story about a particular experience with relationships abroad. And in my mind with this episode, I'm actually going to sit back and listen to you all unpack this amazing South African experience and give our listeners a little bit of entertainment with this amazing, I kind of want to call it like a Cinderella story, doubled. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) So we're going to start with the UAE and let's start with how you all met each other and take us through this story. I met Courtney
0: through, we met through a mutual friend and they they used to come on the weekends. (laughs) Because Courtney lived in Al Ain. So they would come on the weekends to Abu Dhabi and that's how we started hanging out with each other. It's like going out in Abu Dhabi or me not going out and then going out.
1: So then take us us to this Christmas day. Well, at least uh, Christmas is coming up and you all start having this conversation about potential plans for the break.
0: I don't know what happened I think you and I just started talking about Cape Town.
1: So typically
0: during the during the um December break I go home to back to the States to see my family spend Christmas together. But this Christmas my family decided to go to Jamaica again. I was just like, Oh, I've been to Jamaica three million times. I wanna do something new. I don't wanna waste the time because over here, like you pretty much you work for your break your holidays and mm-hmm. over here traveling is like a hobby for majority of the teachers that live here yeah i was if like there's a break you're gonna go and then we ended up sitting that day and just riding out like a whole itinerary, yeah. all the stuff we wanted to do safari yeah um Robin island yeah Robin island you wanted to go shark diving i was not down with that <laughs> <I didn't laughs> I was like, i'm not even going on the boat courtney like i would wave at you from the shore <laughs> there's, there's movies about that going wrong. Yeah. I'm a nut. I'm a nut. I did it. I did it all on my own. And it was wonderful. I, I still have the video that you sent me
1: of it. Um, so I think it's interesting because right now in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, Courtney, exactly what you said, you know, when you're working in the UAE, you definitely have to earn your holidays. You earn your holidays. Yeah. So it's like, you're at this time where Christmas is coming up, you know, let's make this amazing trip, you know, let's, create this itinerary, let's put it together. We're gonna do a long layover in Kenya. <laughs> so you all did all of this um, I'll say pre-boarding mm-hmm. work and then you decided to go. So Rather than limiting yourselves to the UAE, y'all decided, okay, let's go to South Africa and see, or Kenya and South Africa, and let's see what's over there.
0: Yeah,
1: sure. So you all had the Kenyan experience, and then what happened after this amazing restaurant?
0: We uh, uh, we went back to the airport and went to, our first stop was Joburg. <laughs> we landed in Johannesburg. The first night we got to Johannesburg, did we, we got there late, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we got to Joburg late at night. I know we were swiping from arriving in the hotel. I remember yeah. us being on the bed like, "Oh, look at oh
1: look oh, I got a match? Oh, we'll look yeah
0: <laughs> oh, he sent a message so but the the first night we at, we were at this bar after we had gone to the mall. The two of us were talking, and there was was two guys mm-hmm. at the end, at the other end, end of the bar, and it was probably my flirty self that was like. <laughs> like somebody got to be the forward, and somebody got to be the wing man, woman, and you know. We, I think we both we switch roles at times. It just depends on who takes the lead at the moment. We just follow. I think we're good. We're good wing women for each other. <laughs> Absolutely. Like we're we're great. Like balancing it out. of like, oh yeah, how okay. you doing? the lead is okay. I'll lead back here, and we'll just we'll roll from there. I think like so, our whole mentality of it is like you know traveling abroad like you meet so many great people and mm-hmm. compared to living in the states in the states you're a little bit more cautious and oh this guy might be dangerous or i don't know what this person's gonna do but i think when you're traveling all of that kind of goes out the window unfortunately I guess like, it's like you're, you are <laughs> feel, feel, feel more safe people are a lot more friendly and more out I'm not saying people in America are not are not genuine, so don't take me you know, I'm American myself. But just more open and more genuine, like they they take you in more, and more, you know. So it's like you feel more comfortable talking to strangers, or taking rides from strangers even all the things yes, we do. I mean, traveling abroad, we get this like we have this mentality of like it's a little bit more safer than back at home. Like mm-hmm. a little bit at home, you're more cautious. Don't go out with this guy that you don't know. You don't know what he's capable of. Exactly. Like at home, we would have never met some guys at a bar, same night, gotten into the car with them to let us drive them somewhere else. Yeah. Would I do that at home? I don't think I would do that at home. I would would mostly meet meet them first or tell them where to meet me. Exactly. We would have been like, okay, well, where are we going? All right, we'll meet y'all there. But. Most of the times, like, oh, you'll never see these people again, or mm-hmm. you know, it's you have the mentality of okay, these people—they're not even the mentality, just the atmosphere. The people are very genuine, very nice, very helpful. So it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, let's let's just have fun, let's do this, and yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things that we wouldn't do at home. <laughs> and that was definitely because I I think that. You also have like you know, there's a Western mentality that everywhere else is unsafe. I remember before going some of my co- to, to South Africa for Chris that Christmas, some of my colleagues were like, "Oh, well, be careful because there's a lot of rape in Africa." And I was like, "You know, Africa's the continent. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a lot of rape on. I mean, right <laughs> from the Europeans, maybe. <laughs> like, what we gonna talk about that part, or are we right. talking about? in the whole continent everybody getting raped okay so but I never I'm it's not often like Courtney said that while abroad or traveling I have this feeling of being unsafe yeah um granted there are things that you should still be vigilant yeah. as a woman when you're traveling yeah um definitely but I mean as far as bad things that have happened while traveling I've
1: gotten lost yeah like everywhere I've Get lost to get found. Then you stumble upon this big statue. Oh, I didn't even know that was exactly. here. Right. Exactly.
0: Or you end up meeting some really kind person while you're lost that helps you. Yeah. Their broken English and your non existent, whatever their language is. And you're like, wow, people are nice. Like, yeah. You I was are kind of more faith <laughs> in people because people are not like people are People nice. are good. They're, for the most part, I mean, you still have to use your, you know, Street smarts and be aware of your surroundings and things like that, and listen to your gut still, Mm -hmm. you know. But for the most part, like if you have pot, you put out the positive vibes, I think, and you ride, go with the flow. I guess everybody travels differently, though, so that's true. Um, we have, I guess, the same travel aesthetic, so we're we were yeah, like we had stuff to do, but we didn't stick to a rigid itinerary, and that um, and that helped us to enjoy our time. Going on dates with one of them. That Tinder swiping, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, the Tinder date
1: happened the next day, though. We need we need to sit here for a second because <laughs> hold on, now we're at the bar. Oh yes. <laughs> I mean, you the one that's up front. Hey, what's up? with your name? I'm. Yeah, we lived in the UAE. We turned up. Yeah. <laughs> and they brought me you the wing woman. <laughs> <laughs> they came over, so I did a little
0: home. You got to make the friend feel comfortable too. So you can't. This you know, is true. No, we're com- I'm. We're good. We're comfortable. We know we're, we're running the show. They don't know it yet. But we're running it. So she's leading, and I'm like, let me let the friend feel comfortable too. Because was the friend there, or did the friend meet us at the second place? It was two. It was. It was two. Was three of them. I think it was three at the bar. Two at the bar, but then two when we went to the. We went with them for the rest. Oh, okay, okay that so we did the little hey it was the light skin one that came over the yeah. light skin one was taught was a talker
1: so yeah. me and him
0: like hit it off with just talking 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 about everything <clears throat> it was an older toy off kit one who supposedly <laughs> had money or something I was like okay well I think yeah another thing for us too is like if you meet the locals and things that's the best thing you can do traveling is meeting the locals because you get the best you get the, experience. Best experience, get the best. experience. yeah. They show because the you, you wouldn't have on a normal tour. Going on a normal tours, fine. Mm-hmm. You didn't really do like deep diving research on things that you, you wouldn't, wouldn't know, know to go know. to this. Because the place we were at when we met them, of course, that's in the tourist the tourist area. Mm-hmm. But the guys like, hey, um, I want to take you to this other spot, this lounge, yeah. and. He takes us there and he's like, yeah, this is like a place for the Joburg elite. Yeah. <laughs> so- okay, Joburg elite. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seemed like that though. It was a nice restaurant, with a leather chair. It was like a... Yeah, it was bar, very right. Yeah. very nice. Yeah. It was very nice, actually. i so, and like the people that were, I mean, everybody that came in was dressed, hair was done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <look. laughs> so, these where, do you, where did you go? I want to go where you went so right. where the My hair is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we we had we had a great time at the second spot just more wine oh why
1: why why good wine,
0: good, good wine conversation spring. the guy's really spring insane. came the alcohol in South Africa is very very cheap so be careful yes, <laughs> yes. yes. because they're making the wine right there and it's, yeah. wine. it's oh so good oh my god, it's so good I miss it I miss that one
1: I love it so then so then you all you know have this amazing night and then um I believe it's the second night where you all are at a nightclub and unpack that a little bit uh, that
0: was the, no, that night to, uh, was
1: the second night in Joburg.
0: Oh, okay. And we had a, the following, right. oh, the, the next night was the Tinder date. Uh-huh. So we All went right. to that guy, a guy that I matched with on Tinder yeah. met us at this place we were out at. And it was not, I think he suggested the place. It was nice. And that's the other thing I loved about Johannesburg is that you just got, it reminded me of Prince George's County where you got this, Black excellence mm-hmm. like, mm. out somewhere at a nice spot, and it's all of these black people that are patronizing the place, and mm. you know everybody's on their good behavior because <laughs> it's not foolishness. So he met us out, and um he, that was a good-looking somebody. Yeah, he was handsome, <laughs> was- but it was only him at first, and then he invited his friends, and that was mad and- weird. That was weird because it was mad weird. <laughs> weird. Like we That's went like to a side st- of like, one of y'all are married or something. Yeah, the something Yeah, like and, yeah. <laughs> the story yeah exactly. Something going wrong. Like your friend, his, he he seemed nervous and frustrated and, yeah. uh, and anxious. His phone ringing. He answering the phone away from the table. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> We're like, okay, we leave tomorrow. So okay. yeah, it's like, well, whatever. <laughs> we'll just have this right out. And cocktails. <laughs> and we'll you. go yeah Joburg, and all in all it was a good like it wet our palates and we're like okay you know we've had we've been here three two full days yeah and we've had two full double dates yeah this is a good start and don't <laughs> anyone's opinion of where you know where they've been or what they've heard deter you from going to you know Joe Bird, Mm -hmm. it it, it does have a reputation of a lot of, you know, high crime and things of that nature. And I'm sure it's there, but go see for yourself (laughs) first before. Exactly. We we didn't go. We didn't stop Then I mean, even I had even people who are from South Africa saying, oh, it's very dangerous or I'm like, okay, I'm from New York City. I think I'll be okay. Because people could say the same thing about New York City. Like, oh, it's very dangerous. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it's like, well, everywhere yeah is it certain like don't go if you go here and you are posturing yeah well you might have a negative situation <laughs> exactly so, and I think what it also opened up just thinking about like when you're traveling abroad and or living abroad and relationships and dating come into the mix is an open-mindedness like while we're tinder swiping we weren't looking we didn't have in mind, like, Michael's and Joseph's and Brandon's. Like, we weren't, we didn't have our eyes set on, well, we're only going to keep this scope on Black American men, or, like, only one type. I know for me, right, you nope. have to be brown. Right. But, um, <laughs> so, as long as he Black, we can talk. <laughs> and I mean, it. no, that wasn't, I, I no, I, I would have to say I, I was, I was like, as long as, for me, it's as long as I find you attractive. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah, with that, I because I've had I've had a couple of other.
1: <laughs> She's had some squirrels. <laughs> with the capital other. <laughs> I said with the capital O, oh,
0: yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But there has to be a level of open mindedness. Like yeah. you can't be in another country and only be looking for Black Americans. Or yeah, for <laughs> White Americans Like you can't. Yeah, because all the guys that we met, not we didn't make, meet any Black American men.
1: There was in- which Obama. is a good thing, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So let's continue with these uh, double dates. So we're leaving Joburg, and then after Joburg, where'd you all go? Here's where the fairy tale begins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 do music, like,
0: <laughs> so we landed in Cape Town. And it was cold.
1: Okay, weather and, is
0: back and forth there, so like you'll have like four different weather patterns in one day: rain, windy, extra cold, hot. And so you exactly, have to with a sweater we, exactly. We, we, and we were unprepared. Well, Courtney takes her jean jacket everywhere, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared, so I was like, I need a we. So we landed, we got to our hostel. We stayed in a hostel the first, like the first half of the trip. Oh. Which was dope. Yeah. So. Yes. That was my first I was like, is the night you still about this? Like, we're to be in room with other people and men at that. Girl, how are we going to change? Like, what we going to do? I'm acting like, oh my gosh. And she's like, I've been to a hostel before. I mean, I haven't. I don't think you stayed in with men in the room, but I didn't. Not. My only hostel experience had been when I was in Spain the summer before, and I did all hostels yeah. and I did single rooms in yeah. the hostel, single rooms with an so ensuite bathroom. First, but experience. I, it was cheap as hell. I think we paid uh, like $20 maybe. It was very nice. It was a very nice hostel too. It was. So, it was, so it, was a, it was a mixed dorm for four, and it had a bathroom with the dorm Well, we got there and there was one person's there was somebody stuck awesome. on the bed yeah we're trying to analyze you're like it's like it's got to be a guy yes yeah, it's, it's, it's a guy where you from we don't know we, we're trying yeah. to figure it out so so we got we went to the mall the mall was like walking distance so we went to the mall i had the ba waterfront and um Coming back from the mall, we got back into the hostel and the guy whose stuff was there was there. This big old um Amazon Amazonian white boy yeah. from the Netherlands. Yeah. <laughs> Just all the blonde hair and blue eyes you could yeah. imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So, he wasn't bad looking. He wasn't bad looking. He wasn't. He was a good looking guy. Yeah. So he's like, Hey, what are you girls doing tonight? And he invited us bar hopping with him and his friends. So we're like, we're oh sick,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> of <course>. We're coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were coming so along anyway, sir. Whether you liked it or not, <laughs> exactly. Exactly, we're coming. So he he let us get dressed. We start on the bar hopping. We went to a few places where now, like, the second and third times going back to Cape Town, it's like, oh, we went to that place. Yeah, so it was like, it was a lot. uh, We went to, like, I guess, popular locations with this Mm -hmm. random guy that we just met in our room. And we went to, I think it was, what was the name, Fortune, I can't remember the name of the bar. But we went to the bar, met some of good friends that he met there. In South Africa, and they were very welcoming. shot Yeah, drinks with you guys. Yeah, it was so fun. And they're like, okay, we're going down to um, Long, to Long Street. Street, and you guys are coming with us. We're going to go club hopping now. We're like, oh yeah, let's go. <laughs> like this- exactly. <laughs> and by this time, it's it's like after midnight. It was like a good amount of people, ten of us, or something like that. Yeah. It. No, there was we a- we're the only girls. We we're the only girls. See, look at this. It was like other eight other dudes <laughs> and us. all nationalities. All nationalities. It was so cool. They were really down to earth. They were hilarious, mm-hmm. fun. We went to the Long Street. Ended up at the club 169. Yes, that's the name of it. One Six Nine. And they were playing were- like that's where it went down. That's where it went yeah. down. So <laughs> I was in my element, they were playing reggae that's all I need to hear, okay that's it I was I don't remember anything else really from that night I was all the dance for the most of the night, so she was she was in her element dancing, and I was being my my old lady self like oh, <laughs> I'm tired whenever she' ready to go, I'm fine as long as I got my little seat, I'm fine, <laughs> so um. So I'm like, I had gotten up to go to the bar or something. And I'm walking across the dance floor and I bump into someone and he's, he's tall. Cause I like bumped into his chest. So I'm like, Oh, excuse me. Oh my
1: God. There is a guy. <laughs>
0: like, who exactly? Like, who is this beautiful specimen? And he says to me with this French accent in English, Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. And I'm like,
1: uh uh-huh. and so ladies nice.
0: when you or you know when you're out you still need to keep an eye on your friend so i did see the interaction i was just making sure i kept the eye out on where she was Too. i mean we trust people but what was yeah okay she's over there talking to somebody right she good okay <laughs> it, right? yeah looks trustable right <laughs> <laughs> Let me size him up. All right, I can take him if I need to. It's okay. <laughs> so, we, um him and I, we he's like, I think he's asking, like, what's your name? But of course, we're in a club. It's loud. And he's like, can I take, can we go on the balcony and talk? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and it's E Amber in the eyes. And um, we go out on the balcony and, you know, we're chit chatting, you know, what's your name? Where are you from? Where do you live? And, you know, that whole small talk piece. And I mentioned that we had just come back from Johannesburg. And I like Joe Berg better. <laughs> and he's like, what? No, no, no. Cape Town is one of the best cities in the world. I, How long are you here? I told him, me and my friend are here for nine days. And he's like, I'm going to show you all of Cape Town. And he lists off, like, I'm going to show you this, 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 this. And in my head, I'm like, that's on the list. That's on the list. That's on the list, the list Courtney and I made. So I'm like, okay. And half of me is thinking, whatever. I just met this guy. He's just saying this. Like right. maybe I'll see him, maybe I'll see him tomorrow, whatever. <laughs> so we still talk and we were are like being smitten with each other and he offers to take me and my friend home. Party's over. Party's yeah. The <laughs> so <night>. we're like, <laughs> so I'm like, well, <laughs> let me go see if Courtney wants to ride with another stranger. <laughs> We still
1: making bad decisions. Okay, we're let's still do it. doing that.
0: All right, let's go. But it also it's like a bad decision, but it's a good decision for your pockets because it's free. It's free. It's free. It's in the <laughs> Uber. Because been- at this point, we're like we've been walking. We don't really know where we are. We just know we're just gonna put it in the Uber app. Yeah. So he, um, I find Courtney. She's bundled up with somebody. <laughs> Being annoyed, because you know at this time the lights came on in the club. And so oh, yeah, 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 And everybody's like, ooh, who is that? because I'm sitting and I'm waiting. So i was just like let me sit outside, cool down, uh, wait for her to come, she'll find me. He takes us back to um the guy that I had met takes us back to um our hostel and he tells us, you know, I can let's go. I'll take you to watch the sunset on Signal Hill tomorrow. Ooh. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, the sunset. I love the sunset. And sunset on Signal Hill was on the list so I tell Courtney but we're both of us are still like well we're gonna go there tomorrow regardless right we'll see if he comes you know whatever because you know we don't know so um if he's like gonna show up we don't know if he's gonna follow through so we he picks us up oh he picks us up Courtney already has plans for after watching the sunset to meet this clinger it was a single date situation it was a very romantic situation so i was like okay i'm still she's like still you tagging along you come with me because we, you know we still don't really know this person and it's on our list for us to see this i was like yeah i want to come see the sunset too i promise i won't be a third wheel i'll just go off on my own and the same clinger that i met the night before was texting me so i was like okay well this is this situation with the sunset is a little bit too romantic and I'm not trying to give him that kind of I don't want him to be in that atmosphere because I don't I already can tell that he's not anything that I, you know, would pursue. I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, we'll meet him after for drinks after the sunset. That's fine. That'll be cool. That's more platonic there. But So she had plans, right? She had plans. <laughs> so we we're approaching the car and I and we notice that there's somebody in the passenger seat. So we get in the backseat and Courtney is like, he has a friend. Like I'm supposed to say I have plans. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't tell me he was bringing his friend. I'm like, I didn't know he's bringing his friend either. However, I had seen this friend the night before when I, um, when I met the man that we were with uh, Nathan. So when I met Nathan the night before his friend that was in the car had walked by and he was like, oh yeah, that's my, that's my friend Kelly. And I was like, your friend Kelly fine. <laughs> so his friend Kelly, Kelly <laughs> is who his fine friend Kelly was in the passenger seat. And Courtney is over here like, you didn't tell me. And I'm like, shoot. literally just pressed in on the, okay, I'll move for drinks thing. I like exactly. But we hopped in the car. I was like, okay, might as well. Let me tell him. Okay, fine. So like, exactly. Just- so she had confirmed plans. I get it, but I'm also like, you have not seen this man, <laughs> right? You so ain't I'ma, seen. I'm gonna let you go ahead and I'm gonna let, <laughs> let you. <laughs> do you know? Yeah. Though, do you know though the story for that that Kelly wasn't actually the original person that was supposed to come. Who was supposed to come? Jojo. Jojo, JoJo. was supposed to come. <laughs> Brother. You could be to married to JoJo. No, I would <laughs> entertained JoJo, but I don't. I don't think it would have happened. I don't think that would have. i I'm, I'm JoJo's cup of tea either. I don't think so either. <laughs> so he would entertain me, and I would entertain him. But I don't think that would have went anyway. I love yeah. JoJo. It would It wouldn't have went there. But he, I
1: love him too. Oh, it would, yeah. Okay, so hold on, because we got to unpack this. So the man who actually did show up was a replacement. Yes. Of yes, his brother.
0: Yeah, and he almost didn't come because he actually just got off of work. He worked with production for like movies and commercials. He just got off a of set like that evening, and he had been he was working since like two a.m. So he was literally in his bed, like. Sleeping, like literally, just got home, and Nathan was calling his brother, but his brother didn't pick up because he had a wild night the night before. Um, <laughs> he didn't answer answers he called Kelly, and Kelly was like, oh, "Man, he's like, all right, I just got in. Okay, let me just let me get out. here, okay, I'll get up and I'll and I'll come. Look at guys, look at guys. that girl yeah. <laughs> For real. I was just like, he told me this story after, and I was like, are you seriously serious right now?" Right, right. You could have met JoJo. Kelly's in the passenger side. Kelly's in the passenger seat, and Courtney does not realize that Kelly is in the passenger seat. No, I can't. So she could, <laughs> and and really, because you can't see unless who's in the and and, it's, and and if you hadn't seen the person before, you just know it's a figure. Yeah. So the guys are like, "Hey, do y'all want to stop at um, the bottle store? We can get some wine before we go to um to drive up the hill." And we're like, "Yeah, sure." So we get out the car into the liquor store, and that is when they both get to actually see each other. So Courtney walks up to me and she's like, Bitch, <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Sorry, I'm not going to be What do I tell homeboy? Tell him I can't make it. <laughs> I'm not going to be there. Right. <laughs> Delete my number. I'm good. <laughs> sorry, we're not going to be able to make it. I'm not going to be able to make it. Sorry. Oh. Exactly. Sorry, not sorry. You know, we drive up the hill, Signal Hill for the sunset. And so here's the the absolutely most adorable thing about Kelly and Courtney meeting. They, Because, of course, they, they exchanged hellos or, I guess, glances in the liquor store. But after we get up the hill and get out of the car... Kelly looks at Courtney and says, "My wife." Yes. He started, he's calling her my wife for the remainder of the trip. It was uh, it was like a um, it was it was a it was a joke. We were re- it was a joke that I ran with. I went with along with him on there because these two were so coupley buddy buddy, and we had just met. So I guess to take away the okay, the awkwardness, we were like super, <laughs> yeah, <they> were super infectionate <laughs> with each other. So we were just like, yeah, we've been married for three years. It's all right. He's over there. I'm over there. It's okay. We're good. Yeah, this is my husband how um, many? And I just, we just went along with it for the rest of the trip. Sure. Yeah, and that was just a joke. That I guess turned into reality. <laughs> it, it did. It turned into yeah. absolutely real. I think he meant it, though.
1: Clearly, the universe—look, the universe conspired for him to show up mm-hmm. and not as, yeah, you know, a mutual engagement. Hey, wife, you know we've been together for three years. Da-da-da. Like y'all, the, the universe is showing out. God is showing out. <laughs> yeah so yeah. then so then you all are on sun, sunset hill signal
0: hill
1: mm-hmm. signal hill so watch watching the, the sunset, sunset. And y'all y'all got the wine y'all yeah. you and kelly married yeah. Zanani, you <laughs> and y'all married too
0: <laughs> yeah we, we just had a good good time great conversation we ended up we going went to that beach that night was it that no i think that was the next night. it was the same night we went to that beach Yeah, and all romantic. Like they, yeah, it was such a romantic, like boom, beginning. Like, damn, did y'all set this up? Jeez, yes, really loud. And then, and they, they were true to their word. Every day, they would come get us. We went to all of the places on our list.
1: So let me connect some of this because uh, this is where it starts to get juicy. So basically, bringing the story together, y'all met some folks at the bar. Zanani, you <laughs> got a ring leading like, "Hey, what's up? you know we're here, oh boy, wanna you he's smitten on you, okay, let you know, let me take you out, y'all here, let me make sure you got good okay well we're that's already on the list. that's on the list. We're gonna do this, this, and this, so the next day he comes to pick both of you up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some, some random character is in the front seat, <laughs> sitting in the passenger side. And Courtney, you on the side making dates to go with another person. I just want to see the sunset. You know, when I leave, I got something set up. right Not knowing that the passenger side guy <laughs> is attractive. You know, you all meet, he's calling you his wife, Zanina, you and Boo, y'all connected. So then the next I assume eight, nine days, you all are spending time with these two guys. A double date that went yeah. right. You didn't even meet them on Tinder. Y'all met them in person. Yeah. yeah.
0: We didn't get back on Tinder for the remainder of this the trip. Of the trip.
1: <laughs> Y'all were booed up. Y'all were booed up. Yeah. Literally,
0: like it looked like if you would have seen us walking down the streets and stuff, the way, like the, the level of affection that was shared between both couples was just. As if these were our like long time partners and we were out together on you know for nights out on the town or whatever because there was was like this immediate intentional
1: affection. Yeah, that connection, like so no, keep going because we're not we're not stopping here. Yeah. So you know, you're spending all this time together and then at a certain point both of you decided that you were going off your separate ways. Let's let's go there. You had plans. Towards the end of the trip, towards, I guess towards the ending part.
0: So after South Africa, Zanani was staying in, in in South Africa. She was going to go to Durban, which is more of a suburb part of South Africa. And I was going to go to Zimbabwe because I wanted to go. Um, it was like a carnival for New Year's. So hers was a retreat. Um, yeah, it was a silent meditation retreat over New Year's. Polar opposites because mine was like a loud, wild carnival <laughs> With concert, music, and all that other stuff. So we were going to two totally different, uh, in, in, at Victoria Falls, two totally different places that we were okay with. I was like, okay, yeah, this is going to be our little separate singles, you know, individual trip. Differences. Zanani made it to her, <laughs> her destination. I never made it to mine. I yeah. ended up staying in Cape Town. I uh, ended up not going. So what happened was, I was supposed to go start diving. Something happened with that that so I had to postpone that. And I was like, there's not going to be another time where I'm going to get to shark diving. So that gave me like a little bit more incentive to stay in Cape Town on top of, oh, well, he's still here. So let me see. I'm having a good time with him. So we can still hang out while I'm here. I'll yeah. hang out with my holiday husband for a little bit longer. It's okay. And still like do other things and um, go shark diving. So I ended up staying there trying to find hotels. Tosses, everything, Airbnb, everything was sold out. So, he extended the olive branch to stay at his home. And that's where I stayed for the rest of my New Year's. I would do I, I would do my own thing during the day because he still had to work some days. And then we would just go out, hang out. We would go to the local restaurants and bars and just hang and get yeah. together the whole the entire time I was there, It was great. We went, and we didn't even really, we didn't even like our, the New Year's was like I had this plan. Like, yeah, I'm going to go to this club and hang out, you know, this bar. We ended up not even doing that. I went shark diving during the day. He, and he came to pick me up afterwards. There's so many things going on around the city but he was exhausted because he was working all day. And so we ended up trying to get, go to a club or something, but it didn't work out. So we just ended up going and sitting by the beach and just talking that whole new year.
1: Yeah. Goodness. I love that. I love that. Because I mean, just as I'm listening to both of y'all about this South African trip, it really was like kind of transformational for each of you. Mm, And although you're in the same experience, you're having two completely different experiences and it's building relationships with each other. Zanani, like you're saying, grieving a relationship um, extending relationships, the relationship that you're building with other folks, you know, the relationship you're building with South Africa. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's just an amazing story about, you know, how everything is coming together. Mm-hmm. So the story doesn't end in South Africa. It actually continues after you find your way back to the U.S. Mm-hmm. So let's do a, a fast forward as far as what happened after. This is like the Jenny Jones, you know. <laughs> Bullied in high school. Look at me now. So, what happened after this trip?
0: Kept in contact. I would. We, I would talk to Kelly every day, and then he actually came and visited me that July. Here he came here and it was hot as all get out. So at that point, it was just like, all right. Before he leaves here, I'm gonna need to get some confirmation on this. Like, uh, are we together now, or and what, hey, we, what we doing? <laughs> <laughs> And let me know before <laughs> I go home for the summertime. <laughs> like I like that. Like, let me know. Like, before I go home for the summertime, so I act accordingly.
1: Seriously. <laughs> if we text and if we trap, we spend the money, we go together. Right. Like, we, sure. together. <laughs> we go together. <laughs>
0: and for him so in his mind, it was like I came all the way to Dubai to see you yeah we go together towards the end of the trip while he was here, I was like so um you know and of course for us you know we normally wait for the guy to ask But I'm like okay this is he going back home now and he hasn't really said anything I mean we had another another great time together and I don't want to assume because that's how you fall into stuff and I, mm-hmm. I, I really want to know what's the area like I said before I go home like am, am I still in the grave? I'm in the gray, That's okay. That's fine. I know how to act accordingly. But if we if we're gonna going to be exclusive, and at this time, for me, being exclusive or even thinking about being exclusive with someone, that's a big deal for me. Yeah. So I asked him, and he was like, "Is that what you want to do?" He was like, looking at me like, "Is that what you want?" to I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Okay. Well, fine. We're we're together. Yeah." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Well." I guess I gotta behave for the summertime. <laughs>
1: guess I gotta behave. <laughs> <laughs> Wait now, now you gotta clear your whole rotation yeah, schedule gotta, and just <laughs> and everybody <laughs> else me, <laughs>
0: So
1: come on, so yeah, we we have to wrap this up. So this amazing South African trip, where where both of you have met these two guys. Um ended and now you you're actually making both of y'all are making repeated trips back to South Africa to not even sustain but continue to get to know the relationship continue to build the relationship and
0: then spring break spring break actually I actually got to go <laughs> I went to Morocco first I was like, okay, I got to get a holiday in guy because i i'm I'm missing out on the on the on the date so I went to Morocco first, and then he came here and that spring break, he proposed to me here in Dubai at a karaoke night where some of my friends were hosting. So, yeah, and I guess I said yes. And then we uh, eloped that June <laughs> in Seychelles. <laughs> we went to Seychelles, we eloped, and then had a wedding in, that December in Cape Town. So, we had a double international wedding <laughs> that year. Not a lot of people know about that. Zanani knew, Shelly. Yeah, you only told a handful I of us. I only told a handful of people. I didn't even tell most of my family, my only like my immediate family about it because people and their opinions, I needed them to keep Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Kind of thing. So we just knew that this is this is what we wanted to do. And it was, the, the I would recommend anyone who gets engaged to elope first with just you and your husband. So it was just, just me and him, and I and and my mom on Zoom on a FaceTime or whatever. My mom and my sister's on FaceTime, but it was just me and him, and we were at this villa off the beach in Seychelles, and we got married right there, just us two. And it was the best thing because it was just us. Um, we made that commitment for just us. Like not everybody knew what was going on. It was we. It was it was it was the best thing that we could have done because then for like six months we were secretly married, but everybody knew we were engaged. I just planned we planned the wedding for Cape Town that Christmas, and we got married on the day that we met in 2018 in Cape Town.
1: Look at that! (laughs) Goodness. Congratulations! Goodness, that's beautiful—the fairy tale of it.
0: Yeah. What's amazing is how, like, we we joked with each other in Cape Town. Like, what if y'all really get married? Yeah, we did. We really did. And I, but the thing is, that summer also, by that time, that summer, when I went home, I already, I knew that that he was my husband. And Mm And I, and I, and I, and like I said, like I said, I was a serial dater. Hadn't had a lot of committed relationships and I I think me dating multiple people and learning what I like, learning what I mm-hmm. like, learning mm-hmm. people's behaviors um, as I dated or paying attention to it allowed me to clearly see this man is not playing games and he is what you want and what you need it. So I was like, okay. Oh, mm-hmm. So I went home and I told my mom, I was like, mom, I met my husband. Mom was like, what are you talking about? Because I don't talk, I never talk to my family about who I was dating for the fact that I was rotationally dating. So if I told you about this guy, he was gone next week, you're gonna be like, Where is someone? So, what happened? No, uh-huh. <laughs> who are <we> you talking about <laughs> from last week? Oh no, he's gone. Somebody else. So I never really talked to them about that. So when I did start speaking, they were looking at me like, oh, She's serious about this. Who is yeah. it? Where, where, what, you met somebody where and who with the what? And you, and you, this is your husband? I was like, yeah, I met my husband. And I know, I know he's my, he's my husband. I I knew. And that was just it. And
1: he knew too. Yeah. So then Courtney, how long have you all been married now? And then share the good news about where you are now.
0: So we, uh, we will be married for, well, wedding, wedding anniversary. (laughs) So then we have two anniversaries. So wedding anniversary, we're two years married, but two and a half years would be this so two years technically i think we're sticking i think i think we're sticking with the wedding the december wedding <laughs> so two years will be coming up this december 21st um and we are expecting we are, expecting Yay. We are six months pregnant with a baby boy goodness <laughs> so, yeah that's where we are now <laughs> and i was just like oh I often look in the mirror and I'm like, how did you get here? Like that happened so fast. Like when they say that uh, your life can change within a year, then it's not a joke. It is not a joke. And when they say that you will know, you will.
1: Yeah. And see, I think that's the the perfect time because Zanani, I know that you have also had an amazing experience, right? Like y'all are like, the story is parallel because both of you all are having it together, but it's like you're on two different paths of yeah. the story. So, Sanani, tell us a little bit about where you are now and some of the lessons that you've learned. I think your your theory and philosophy about love and being willing to love and being open to love, I think there's a lot of um, amazing advice that you have.
0: Yeah, so I can, speaking, being very transparent, I was not, as, I, I I wouldn't say that I was open to Love and in loving and being loved at the time that Nathan and I met, I loved the experience of us meeting and having a good time and all of that. But after getting back home, I was like, Mm-mm, no, 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 no. With with Nathan and I, I actually I still went to Cape Town over that spring break. Um, Courtney left before I did. I actually didn't go I did not go catch my flight I was so like no I just my my I wasn't I wasn't feeling it and yeah. um, I did not take catch my flight and I called him and told him I'm not coming and he was just like oh my god why what's wrong what's going on and I'm like no I, something is wrong I'm not coming so him and I talked and talked and talked and I said okay I'm gonna come So I I came a few days later than I was originally supposed to. And I just mentally, physically, I just wasn't, I didn't want to be open to it. I had some reservations. It, It seemed like too much of a risk. I had my heart. I felt like, you know, my heart's been broken too many times. This was cute at first, but I'm just not trying to do this with you. We broke up over that spring break in a very dramatic fashion yeah. and um it was so dramatic. <laughs> and Kelly were like, okay, we'll just be over here. Yeah, and they're like, oh, we're going to let them so gonna
1: have be. Where's we this
0: queen that we're still friends, but we'll just <laughs> yeah, we're still I mean, we're, we're still friends out. with you guys. Yeah, we, but <laughs> yeah, let's figure it out. So we um we broke up and that was uh, what March of 2017 and really like every now and then we touch base with each other and approaching the summer actually it was when Kelly and Courtney got after they got engaged. I think I reached we reached out to each other to be like, oh, my God, our friends are getting engaged. This is so cool. And every now and then we chit chatted and leading up to the wedding, I reached out like, hey, are you coming to the wedding? And he said, no. And um, I was honestly a bit disappointed because I was think I, ha- I had been thinking about him. So here's the thing, throughout all of that, me going, thinking like, no, I don't want to do this. And then I went back home. Um, I took a gap year and I was home for off and on for a few months during the gap year in dating. Ugh. <laughs> So I was, I remember one day like sitting in the parking lot before going into the gym and just thinking about past dating situations and like just going through comparatively in my mind. And he kept coming to my, coming up to my mind. And I'm like, but no, because, but no, because, and all of my, but no, because, because is just didn't carry enough weight. (laughs) The <laughs> yeah. And in my mind was really like, you know, this guy, that guy, that was the guy like that. That's all of the things I say I want. Like he he embodied a lot of those things. He's not perfect, but, you know, that that was good. You know, why you why you mess that up, girl? So <laughs> fast forward by right after the wedding or actually after Kelly and Courtney's wedding. I um, was on my way to the airport, sent him a message just like, hey, you know, I've been in Cape Town. Really wish you could have come to the wedding. I've been thinking about you. Just in a nutshell, I hope that we can talk. Like, I think that we should talk. He jumped on it and was like, hey, yo, what's up? (laughs) Like, let's 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 talk. What's going on? So we, you know, we took maybe and not even a long time of rekindling. It was really like, "Okay, you want to do this again? So uh, we started talking about him coming to visit me because by by that point, he had left South Africa and moved back to Congo, where he's from, and he was living and working there. So we were talking about him coming to visit me here, and he ended up coming that March. And um, same conversation where Courtney was like, her and Kelly were talking, and she's like, um, so where are we? we had that same conversation like midway through his trip because of course we've known each other since 2016 but it hasn't been a smooth thing it's been disjointed we've had cataclysmic (laughs) events and (laughs) so um you know him and I are at lunch one day um in Rack where I live now and we're about to go to Dubai to meet up with Kelly and Courtney so we're sitting at lunch and I'm like so um what are we what are we doing and he's like what you mean what what do you want us to do and in my head I'm like oh for real what do I want us to do <laughs> I, <laughs> I to really exactly so he's like and I'm like are we together are we and he's like of course we're together what do you mean with Kelly and Court he's like I'm here like what do you mean of course like we talk all the time of course we're together You didn't know that? And I was like, I need to be sure. I wasn't sure because you didn't tell me. So, and I need you to tell me if this is what (laughs) we do. Like, how do I introduce you to people? Are you my friend? Yeah. Are you my man? You know, what is it? Now, granted, in my head, I'm like, this is my boyfriend. But I needed to know. (laughs) Exactly. Can't pull the crazy out. You gotta. gotta Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You're my boyfriend. My germs.
1: But see, that's what I'm talking about, y'all. Like, it seems like we kind of self-sabotage ourselves because you have the actions and maybe, you know, the brother didn't give you the words or you have the words and he's, you know, may not be in a space where he can actually give the actions. But you just said, Zanani, in your mind, you're like, yeah, I know we together. I knew it, I knew it. but I needed to know, no. no. I needed to know, no,
0: no, like... Publicly, publicly know, in your head, you're like, yeah, he's doing all these things. But like you said, socially for us American millennials is different you have because yeah. there are men out there who would do they, that's how they are they'll do the I have been in that situation that before season. where it's like I'll tell you we things. look like it you have the best time on the dates but then it's like yeah this is my friend so-and-so your friend mm. I'm your friend <laughs> House. so we have a joke that oh we have two different anniversaries. we have your anniversary for us and my anniversary for us yeah so his anniversary is in January my anniversary is in April so yeah from there we've been together and um that was April of 2019 yeah 2019 so we're we are still traversing the waters of relationships I would say that for me, I've had to do a lot of work on being very honest with myself about vulnerability and transparency. Those are areas that I struggle with. Vulnerability in relationships. I mean, with my friends, we're just as vulnerable and transparent Mm -hmm. and crying and uh, everything. Mm -hmm. But I feel like with men, I, I have this protective layer. Even with someone like him that I absolutely love and adore, I still reflexively protect myself and I've been talking him through it also like in conversations prefacing things with hey so you know I'm trying to be vulnerable right now right so mm. <laughs> you know this is what I'm working on so I'm sharing with you what I'm working on so I need you to you know take it gently and that's that's been helpful because there is a lot of self sabotaging that comes into play when yeah. when you've been hurt a lot because you're trying to protect yourself you you don't You don't want to relive past hurts. And that's just, you know, being honest. But also within that honesty is not catastrophizing or projecting situations onto your current relationship or onto this person, even when you are triggered. And that's something that I also had to work through is not making my triggers his responsibility. Yeah. So, um, And it's it's a work. And I can tell the difference in our relationship when I am vulnerable, when I am soft, when I am transparent and me resting in that femininity allows him to rise to the occasion in his masculinity and, you know, be protective and be supportive and and all of those things. So we're we're still we're still moving forward.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's an amazing story, Zanani, because it's almost like I'm looking in a mirror as I'm listening to you say this. Mm-hmm. Because I do feel like I have, and and this is my own vulnerability as well. I do have a way of, um, I'll say I'll use the the uh, epitome of being a strong black woman, strong black, self sufficient, you know, independent woman. And how oftentimes we can use that narrative to, like, as a barricade to keep folks from, you know, oh, you can't see the real me because then mm-hmm. you'll know all of this is a fake. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm really not that strong. I'm really, really sensitive. And I like you. And because I don't know if you like me, I can't tell you that I like you. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's real. And it, especially abroad. I think this is why I love this you know, relationship story is because many of us, like you all were saying in the beginning of the episode, many of us come abroad with these very, um, how do I say it, limited understandings about what relationships can be, who they can be with. I'll say for myself, much of my experience has been with other Americans, right? That's a safe zone. But then when you get outside, I keep thinking about Keisha. She's like, what you mean you can't find a Black man? There's a whole continent full of Black men. And you talking about you can't find a Black man?
0: What did Courtney say? They here. (laughs) That's what that was our our slogan when we got there. We saw all those beautiful men. We're like, they out here, man. We need to tell everybody, come on. (laughs) and listen, and ready. I was having this conversation with another friend who was about to get married to a man that she met while on vacation in Ghana. What we share, and then another friend here who she met her boyfriend here, um, but he's Nigerian. So we're all talking about having these African boyfriends, your black American women with these African boyfriends. And what the shared thing that we discussed was their intentionality. I'm not I love my black men, I my black American men, I love them. They they have a, a something about them that is unlike any other man that walks this planet. Amen. However, I have found a level of intentionality Mm -hmm. that I haven't experienced in any other situation. It's like they want you to interview, go through a four step interview process, and we got to be in the talking phase for a year. Ain't nobody got time for that, Negro. You got to treat me like my mama treat me. Yeah, you <laughs> want me to be a freak like you. Like you want to you and, and then you still don't want to be committed. You still don't want to be mutually ex- exclusive. That's why we have to have that conversation of what are we? Right? Because there's so many games and so many rules back at home. Yeah. Like that mm. for them it's like no, if I'm dating you then you are the person I'm, I'm dating, you and right. you are yeah. the person I chose. Right. If I'm doing these things, these are like it's like a separate like it back at home the lines are blurred like yeah we can do all this we can live together all we can kick it we we can kick it but we're not together
1: Mm -hmm. wait we can even have kids but we're not not
0: together and live together and all of that but we not Ain't nobody got time no thing too some guys that like some of the guys that i've dated like yeah we should have babies and i'm like huh how did you even skip to that part? Like, you're, you're, you, you, like, they see, like, yeah, you'd be a great mom. Oh, but I can't be your wife. I can be your, your your baby's mother, I but I can't be your girl. You want to have your child, but I don't, I'm not good enough to be your wife, huh? I don't, yeah. I don't, I didn't, I didn't get that. I'm like, no, you're not, know I mean? no, you're not giving me any children. You can't be my husband. <laughs> no, you're the one that's not material, sir. What about you? You thought, you, told, yeah. you thought I wanted to be your wife. No, mm-hmm. not. you wanted you wanted me to be you wanted me to be a big baby mom. No, it's not happening. Sorry. Yeah. No. Who said I wanted Whereas you? and who said I wanted you?
1: Yeah. Like yeah. Where whereas in clearly <laughs> we about to go into a whole nother yeah. episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> So Zanani and Courtney, I have to thank you so much for sharing this amazing relationship abroad story, because I just really just went through the motions, just kind of listening and, you know, I'm I'm (laughs) on the edge of my seat, like what happened? So I just I really appreciate the fact that you all. decided to share your story with A Broadened Education, that you, you know, were vulnerable, transparent. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all of this.
0: Thank you for thank having Thank you me for me. the opportunity
1: to share. A Broadened Education is created by Tiffany Michelle Smith. Lady Justice, the song that you're listening to, was written and produced by Millionaire Dreams. You can get his postcards album on SoundCloud. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you download your favorite podcast. Let's keep the conversation going and follow me on Instagram at abroad underscore in underscore ed. And you can also access the website at abroadeneducation.com.